Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart. Here's your fantasy sports radio and television update. Breaking NBA news. Huge stuff. KP, he wants out of New York City, and it's about to happen. Rumors have the Dallas Mavericks finalizing a deal with the New York Knicks to land Chris Saps Perzingis. According to ESPN, we're going to get the final pieces there, but this is going down right now. Anthony Davis, too. Huge developments today. Apparently, uh, they weren't taking calls for Davis, but now we're talking about five different packages. Lakers GM uh, Magic Johnson. Jerry. Masai Ujiri's on line one right now, I believe. Yeah, I think he's asleep, Gabe. (laughs) No, no, he's not asleep. Trust me, Masai never sleeps, Cam. And if anyone's wondering, Masai Ujiri is the general manager of the Toronto Raptors. And uh, no, no, he's not sleeping, Cam. But uh, he's definitely uh, he's definitely uh, shedding a tear right now. He's always loved Chris Tapp's Brzingis. If you remember, call. He Good offered call. DeMar DeRozan for him, and everyone freaked. What yeah. the hell are you doing? Like, he's been trying. He's been poking at Chris Porzingis for two years, bro. Hell, there was a rumor Masai Ujiri was going to take the job with the New York Knicks. Yes. <laughs> Leave Toronto because he loved Porzingis so much. He didn't take the Knicks job. So, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, listen, Masai Ujiri's got a great team, Cam, but I guarantee you right now in that office at the Air Canada Center, he's like, son of a bitch, you know? You're right. He, he always loved that guy. And Gabe, uh, this Lakers uh, story with AD2, things getting a little bit crazy. They said they weren't picking up the phone, but they are apparently five different packages. New Orleans is not budging yet. In addition, today, the Boston Celtics said, hey, if they uh, pick up Davis, they believe he's going to stick around past 2020. Earlier reports indicated any stop except LA would be a temporary one. And Anthony Davis, you talked about what happened last night. Apparently, uh, before the game, the hype video, they took Anthony Davis out there. So showing everybody else on the team but him. So this thing's uh, this is getting a little bit heated. What's going to happen if no deal by the trade deadline, Bermancy, February seventh? He could sit out the rest of the year. So stay tuned with that deal too. We got six games on the NBA hardwood tonight. Magic minus one and a half against the Pacers. Total two ten. Detroit and Dallas, as we mentioned with Perzingis. Pistons two uh, minus one forty money line. Total two oh six and a half. A good one in Toronto tonight, Gabe. Yeah, my Masai. He's not sleeping. He's getting ready to host the Greek Freak in the Bucks. Raps yeah, minus three. Win. Total three two thirty two. I liked him tonight too. No, no, like this is it. Time. I've said this a couple of times where if they don't win tonight, I'm going to be pissed. Yep. Tonight's the night, Cam. We keep betting on them on the road, and we keep getting angry. Yeah, oh, they, they could I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. Celtics. <laughs> yeah, this is in Toronto. It's three freaking points. Kawhi and, uh, and Irving are playing, right? All right, correct. Irving. Yep. Uh, Kyle Lowry, right? Kyle Lowry, yes, right. correct. Yeah, yeah. Yep. There's no... Uh, Man, I've been probable. breaking out. I'm talking. I'm the, I love the NBA. I'm the only guy I'm talking Super Bowl all the time. It's like the Super Bowl doesn't even exist. The NBA is like taking over. NBA rules, man. Now, this is the week. Great point by you. This is the, this is the NFL showcase week, and we're leading off with huge stories. This isn't the scrubs either. Perzingis, AD, like these are big stars in the league. So, yeah, once again, the NBA, they're stealing uh, the NFL thunder. Good one tonight, too, Gabe. Uh, what else do we got there? Uh, Golden State hosting Philly. Warriors minus 9.5. Total 239.5. Joel Embiid listed as probable for the Sixers and the Battle of L.A. Clips and Lakers tonight. Clippers minus 5.5. Total 228. LeBron out and 
and Kyle Kuzma questionable. He might be doubtful for this game, too, so keep an eye on that. College Hoops action tonight, top 25. Number 17, Purdue laying seven on the road against Penn State. Total there, 137.5. Red Hot Houston, you got to like what the Cougars are doing. 20-1, and one. they're at home laying 9.5 to Temple. 142 is the over-under. And number four, Gonzaga laying 14 points on the road to BYU. BYU was good to us last week, Gabe. Oh, here's some NFL news for you. The Cowboys have hired former quarterback Kellen Moore as the team's oh. new offensive coordinator. And Johnny Kidna, a friend of the program. The out of the, that'll, end, that'll knock the NBA out of the headlines. John biggest story, quarter, biggest story of the coach. Super Bowl this week. Maroon 5 cancels press conference. <laughs> yeah, like, like nothing's happened. Like it's, it's, yeah, I, I, it's yeah. just... Roger Waters says, take a knee. <laughs> like, that's the story I'm looking at. Oh, it's Roger Waters. Put it in the cat. Take- yeah, Roger Waters from Pink Floyd's yeah. like, take a knee, guys. I'm like, nah, I don't think I'm going to put that one in. Listen, I love I, I love uh, Roger Waters' uh, so work. So do I. Uh, but Great I don't guitarist. think cares. Excellent, yeah. Hey, Roger, I don't think no cares, cares what an 82-year-old <laughs> British dude that's a singer of Pink Floyd says about the NFL's anthem. <laughs> Excellent points, Gabe. New York Giants running back Saquon Barkley, the 2008 Pepsi Rookie of the Year there. As we mentioned, the Super Bowl this Sunday, NBA taking over, line still 2.5, total 56.5, Rams plus 125, money line, Patriots minus 140, and the MLB uh, offseason, cold as ice, but the San Diego Padres trying to heat it up again. The Padres currently meeting with Bryce Harper today in Las Vegas. San Diego is looking to make a splash this offseason, having links to JT Riomoto, Manny Machado. Hey, these guys are talking a lot, Morency, but I don't see any checks or money exchanging places. Let's see some signings. Less talk. NHL tonight, three games on the ice. Boston and Philly. Boston 210 there, total six. New Jersey minus 140 against the Rangers and Winnipeg and Columbus. Stay tuned. We got Duke Rad, smart guy, whale capper coming up on the show. It's red heat and rage. That's fun and a whole lot more with my boy, Gabriel Morency. Take it away, Yank. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Gabriel Morenzi alongside Ken Stewart. As you, you just uh, heard during his uh, update, all hell breaking loose in the National Basketball Association as uh, the countdown to Super Bowl 53 uh, continues. It's interesting, too. The dudes that want to get traded and and to complain the most are the guys that are always hurt and never play, ironically. Yeah. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Davis demanding to be traded, uh, hurt. Uh, always hurt. Kristaps Porzingis, good player, but same thing. He's always hurt. And you know, I was tweeting about this. I, you know, I went down so fast at the Mavericks uh, deal. Uh, evidently, they were talking last night. The Mavericks were at Madison Square Garden uh, last night. But um, this goes down so quickly. But you know, I talked about earlier about how I think you know Masai Jerry's always always wanted Kristaps Porzingis. He doesn't really fit the Raptors, and and they already have Jonas Valanciunas. So, as a Raptor fan, I'm actually glad they didn't bend over backwards and do anything crazy uh, to get uh, Kristaps uh, Perzingis. Anthony Davis is another story. I'm telling you, the Raptors are in the mix. The Boston Celtics are screwed. They can't do anything, even though they've always wanted Anthony Davis because they've got Kyrie Irving, and there's some weird, I don't know, cap contract rule. 
that they can't that's do true. anything until July 1st. So that's that's a thought that they're going to pull. You know, they're trying to do a deal, and they're saying, listen, we'll just do the deal uh, July 1st. But too much stuff can happen before then. Somebody's going to come along. It seems like out of spite, and we've seen this before, where, you know, the Pelicans, are they're going to play hardball. It's like, all right, you want to get traded. Like, you're crazy if you think we're just going to send you to the Lakers because you want to go to L.A. Like, life doesn't work yeah. like that. You're a free agent in a year and a half, and go to L.A. if you want then. But, you know, like, I almost wish, like, they trade him to Minnesota or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm with you. Uh, yeah, I, like, I, just I'm trade, trade general him. manager. Like, even Sacramento or, like, Toronto, which would piss him off probably. <laughs> you know, just, like, tell him, yeah, we just trade you to the Bulls, bro. Hey, you're from Chicago. Good luck. Have fun going home. You know what I mean? It's not our problem you want to be on the Lakers. And I was reading, and, you know, you never know what reports, but I was reading, actually, that the um, the Pelicans aren't going to trade in the Lakers. Like, they're, they basically said, like, the Lakers would have to give us their entire team for us to yep. do this. We're not sending him to L.A. Five so the Lakers are already all down. This. Yeah, it's the thing, though. When LeBron James is tampering... And Magic Johnson's always talking about, oh, he'd look good in our uniform. Dude, like, I don't know who the Lakers think they are. I don't hate the Lakers, but they got to shut up. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know the the there's the, the episode of Seinfeld. It's one of the earlier episodes, and uh, George, um, <laughs> George, and uh, actually, that's like mid mid seasons. It was. Uh, I was thinking about the one with the Elaine's father when Elaine didn't show up and they went to dinner. Oh, yeah, it's at the Chinese restaurant. I love her. Yeah, love they were looking father. for He's excuses on the. They were looking for excuses on the way out. Yeah, that was the episode actually. The, the other one was actually Peterman's mother's funeral when George uh, couldn't get an excuse to get out. But remember, Jerry was like, "Ah, oh, I just remembered. I got a comedy uh, show I got to do. I got to leave." So he splits. <laughs> and George kind of come up with an idea. Jerry goes, come on, George, you're, you're a great liar. And he, he looks at him. He goes, I'm choking. <laughs> that's how I feel about this this deal right now. I'm choking. Like, it takes a uh, lot to absorb, though. A lot of yeah, things have I'm happened. having a hard time Personally, wrapping my mind around this. I'm all like over the, the place Knicks, on this. I, I like what the Knicks get back in return. You, you talked about it. Persingas is a wicked player, yes, but the injuries. So I'm He's thinking you hurt. get packages. Yeah, you get packages back with those three guys. Like, it's it's a pretty good deal. Like, when you think about it, I'm like, okay. And now you know what New York's going to do? It's Kevin Durant time. This is just start, start, step not one getting Kevin of Durant. their plan. They're going to try to make a pitch for him. And with that, they're definitely going to go ball. They're going, Gabe. They have to go for it. This is just... When you, these are building blocks to I something big. I watched Kim. 
I once saw Paris Hilton uh, outside a party in Houston. I made a pitch at her, but I didn't get her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're going to make a pitch. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. well, They're going to make a pitch. Got it. Got it. Yeah. You know? Well, Dennis Smith Jr. Hey, DeAndre Joy. Well, Dennis Smith Jr. and Wesley Matthews. No, right. you know, I'm all over the place. This is one of these deals. It's going to take hours. It's Super Bowl week, but nobody cares about the Super Bowl whale capper. I'm doing shows. I got NFL Hall of Famers in studio. I got Marshall Fox sitting next to me. We got DeMarcus Ware on. You know, I got phone calls. Where do I think AD's going? <laughs> it's like, it's the, it's like come on, guys. It's Super Bowl. It's so Super Bowl great. week, man. Like, even me, I was like, no basketball calls. <laughs> I had to silence it. <laughs> it's crazy, Whale Cup. crazy, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. The NBA. I've been telling people for years way. that the NBA is the hip. That's It's just it's the hip league, bro. The NFL is oh, your uptight Republican yeah. uncle at Thanksgiving. It's true, but I don't like what the NBA is going with all this collusion and crap. That's what's going to ruin everything with their little <laughs> cliques. Know. Oh, come to my team. Come to my team. I'm with the Pelicans owner. Screw you. <laughs> and the fact is, they took Anthony Davis out of the pregame montage. That's wicked. That's basically saying, buddy, you don't give a crap about us for another year and a half. Screw you. You're not even going to be on our team's uh, big board. You know? No, I like your style, Kevin. You know what? I'd like They're to even without up even more if I was the Pelicans. And yeah. tell them, whatever, dude. We're not even going to trade you. Don't we play. We don't care. And we're not going to pay ya. you. Yeah. Exactly. We won't pay you the $26 million you make. We'll call your right? bluff. Yeah. yeah. But it is crazy, Will Capper. I've been saying this for years. People laughed at me about five years ago. You know, and I saw the trend specifically, you know, sort of in Toronto, actually. And it's sort of a good uh, case study. You know, a very uh, culturally diverse city, Toronto. It's actually, you know, the most culturally diverse in North America. So very culturally diverse, but by nature, a hockey town with the Toronto Maple Leafs and Canada and the NHL and Toronto thinking, you know, they're in the center of the, the, the hockey universe, etc. And I saw over the years the Toronto Raptors growth. And, you know, you see, you know, you see Asian kids. They're not wearing Leaf jerseys, man. They, they were wearing Vince Carter jerseys. And, and just the, the, the culturally diverse, the new demographics. Uh, of the city and the sport and another thing basketball is played worldwide like everyone gets basketball like it's simple like people get it they play it everywhere in every country in the world right and just sort of the hipness from twitter and social media shoe deals like you know what i mean you know no one in the nfl tom brady doesn't have a 360 million dollar shoe deal kevin durant does you know the greek freak has his own shoe line in europe that's one of the top sellers like the, the cultural pop phenomenon and social impact, well, Capper, it's not even close really from the NBA and, and, and the NFL right now. I don't disagree at all. I mean, if, you, if you're kind of looking at the long arc here, uh, you know, the NBA is coming uh, and it's coming hot. And uh, it's, you know, for a lot of the reasons you mentioned. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's a game that's more accessible to the fans because they've done a better job of kind of letting the, you know, their highlights kind of go viral and be part yep. of the social media exactly. conversation. And, you know, people have gotten, you know, pe- people have kind of, you know, it, it, it became, you know, they made they made some really nice kind of smart decisions about the way that the game end of game situations are played out where they they used to you guys remember this back in the day like the end of the nba games used to just be so bogged down with timeouts and commercials and it was like what am i watching like this is brutal you know (laughs) and like it was it was real tough and they made some really nice adjustments to where end of games now are very very exciting fun to watch um you know the and for you know for what it's worth 
Steph Curry coming onto the scene and bombing threes and kind of changing the way the game is coached and played from a youth level up has kind of, you know, made everyday kind of dudes and, you know, guys not going to be seven foot tall think, I can, you know, I'm, I can, I see myself yep. as Steph Curry. I can make threes, you know? And so it's kind of, you know, opened up like a huge, huge, you know, door to, you know, the, the younger generation. Uh, and, you know, they look at football and they're like, I don't get it. Bunch of commercials, guys banging their heads against each other, getting concussions. And you know what? Side. On like, a serious what? note, exactly. <laughs> from So we're talking from a fan. So, you know, I was sort of talking from a business, like you said, you know, from, from you know, an algorithm standpoint, a business, you'd look, all right, yeah, this this company's, you know, the NFL's a behemoth. We're not questioning the money that they bring in. But the, the business arc, the outside revenues, um, the the brand factor, the brand popularity. You ask someone, hey, what's your call? You ask someone on the street, what do you think about NFL football players? I don't know. They beat women up. You know, yeah. they, they it's yeah. negative, right? Or Roger Goodell's sure. an idiot. Or it's bad officiating. It's rigged. It's they cheat. Yep. It's yep. NBA. They're like, God, that Curry guy's cool, man. James Harden. You know what I mean? LeBron's the best. Yep. Yeah. People yeah. like also, NBA players. Like they come across as likable yeah. guys, right? Yeah. Also, think the about per, it from economics. Epi- economics, Will Capper. Sorry to interrupt. What are the two most popular sports no, no, in the world? Ahead. Soccer and basketball. <laughs> you can be played in poor countries, yeah. whatever. Like, you rent out ice, yeah, it's 250 yeah. bucks an hour, this, that, and the you other. Golf? What are you, a member of a country club? Like, And the thing is, I find the other sports, being a huge hockey fan, I don't like the way they run business. It's like an elite club. And you, you can't be a new exactly. member. It's like they have their own guys, and you could be the nicest guy in the world, and they'll treat you like junk. The NBA, it's a whole different vibe, like when you go to the locker room and everything like that. It's more of a party, I find, than the other sports. But it's for everybody. It's a good way point. too serious. Football's complicated. Yeah. Hockey's elitist. Point. Hockey's elitist where it's like, what, you don't know what an offside is? Well, <laughs> hey, I'm Canadian. <laughs> I know. I, I grew up on Like, it's very condescending. The NBA, like, like teenage girls watch the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Like they, sure. it, they, it cool. crosses, cool. yeah, it crosses over. Like you go to a Raptor game, it's got a sort of a college feel, like game or a high school almost. Like there's teenagers on dates, and there's you know, it's just sort of a, it's just it's socially, you know, it's just different. But from a more serious standpoint, guys, I've been saying this for a couple of years as well now, and really, we'll, we'll see the quality of of play in the NFL in in years to come here, um, Whale Capper, in that. Economically, listen. I'm not a Duke grad, right? We got an Ivy Leaguer coming on later too, and Drew uh, Drew Dickmeyer. But I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a grad. But as you stated, I don't need to be a Duke grad to realize. Well, the NFL is a savage league in which players don't have guaranteed contracts and suffer severe physical disabilities in their later years and have an average career of about 3.4 years. Or I can make $18 million a year, bang a Kardashian, and really, you know, be an average player in the NBA. I mean, J.J. Redick makes $25 million a year. Tom Brady makes $16 million a year, 18 now, whatever. They say a little bit of a discount. But I've said this, really. The NFL is going to be a league full of guys that aren't good enough basketball players to be in the NBA. I guarantee you, you go down the list, you ask football players, you'd rather be in this league or that league? They're going to say, I'd rather be in that league. You know, I'd rather yeah, make yeah. 25, like Le'Veon Bell, dude. Le'Veon Bell is one of the best in his sport. They, you know, and he, he was a bitch for not taking 15, 16 million dollars a year. Dude, Norman Powell on the Raptors <laughs> makes 15 million dollars a year. He's the 12th man. 
Like, it's it. not, you know, yeah. he doesn't get touched. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's no drug test yeah. in the NBA. He just smoke weed in the parking lot. Party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. All right, well, we'll the talk NBA, football. The NFL's got this. Yeah, the no fun league next. Well, I want to hit football on the other side. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. What a game time decision, Red Heat and Rage Radio continues. We're all fired up for the NBA. I'm trying to wrap my head around this deal. Uh, DeAndre Jordan. I guess the contract's up. My bad, guys. I was bitching on Twitter. Now, you know, I was, I'm, I'm like, uh, I guess I'm human. I'm like every other douchebag in society. I'm tweeting away without knowing the facts. <laughs> so, um, DeAndre Jordan, I guess it's not a deal, but, man, we, we'll get back to this right now. We got Whale Capper, who's one of the best handicappers in, in, in America with us. So let's talk about what the other big event this weekend everyone's talking about, the waste management in Phoenix. <laughs> 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 Excellent. <laughs> yeah, because I got to tell you, people yeah, see he's it. fired up about this tournament, man. Like, it's, it's a great tournament. there in the Super Bowl. <laughs> People are like, oh, I love this tournament. I'm going to it. Ah, oh, it's awesome. Betting waste management. Ah. All right, all right. Super Bowl, Super Bowl. But you know what, Will Camper? I've told people this earlier in the year. I said, take it. I know this is a take that's been out there before, obviously. But I'm really, I really, really try to emphasize it. Take away fantasy and gambling from the NFL. How many people are in the stadium? Yeah, how many people are watching? Does it get cut in half? Because I said, basically, listen, you're still going to have your fat guys in dog pound mask at the Cleveland game drinking beer. Yet, yeah. there ain't 84,000 of them anymore, bro. It turns into the CFL. There's 44,000 people in a game. The, the passion isn't as insane anymore. It just, it, you know, I'm just saying, and even me on Sundays, I don't wake up thinking... I can't wait to see the Detroit Lions and the Vikings and how Stafford matches up. I wake up on Sundays with a thrill. It's a gambling thrill. I'm betting a package of games, and my excitement is, oh, am I going to make money today? Am I going to go four and one? Am I going to go two and three? And what's going to happen? The NBA, you're actually like, oh, man, I want to see this, man. It's, it's Warriors versus the Cavs. Like the NFL, to me, Whale Capper, and I think to a lot of people, really is, it's a betting sport. It's a business. People are passionate about it, but it's a business. And you see there's just sort of less fandom. Like, people will talk about baseball. Hey, Mariano Rivera, where's, where's, where's Harper going? People don't even want to talk about the Super Bowl. It's just like, yeah, they'll watch it on Sunday, but they're like, what's there to say? You know what I mean? It's two weeks in between games. It's, it really is just sort of a sport to bet on, Whale Capper. I, you know, for, for me personally, I could not agree with you more. And I actually, I had a weird, I had a weird moment uh, this week when they were do, showing some of the uh, um, some of the clips 
of uh, like the fan experience down in Atlanta. Like the first night, like they had a bunch of fans and they had you know, some of the star players and coaches and you know access and whatnot. And like they were showing shots of like these people just like in random you know, NFL jerseys, like super excited for this access to the players and coaches and stuff. And I'm like looking around, I'm like, this doesn't like feel right. Like, are, are these like real fans or are these like actors? Like who, 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 are you? who really is going out of their way to like make their travel plans to Atlanta and stay in Atlanta for a week and be like this crazy NFL fan. Like it just doesn't jive. Like I, I don't, I mean, I guess there's probably people out there who yeah. are like hardcore NFL fans, I guess. But like, I, you know, I think you're right. in that the, the interest has really transitioned big time into, into fantasy for sure. Uh, and currently is kind of going into gambling now that like the stigma has been you know lifted in the u.s at least and in five years if we look back and and you know it's not being driven mostly by you know gambling and fantasy interest i'll be surprised um you know the the only thing i guess i can yeah the the only thing i can say in, in to refute that is they do have like a good kind of in touch with the casual sports fan like guy who yes. really can't yes. dedicate like guy who can't dedicate too much of his That's brain the beauty of a Monday night football sports. or a Sunday night, right? Yeah, right. I like right, football. Yeah. I grew up watching football, but I'm out <laughs> yeah, with the wife at the yeah. ball on Sunday afternoon. I watch Sunday night football, right? And I enjoy yeah, it. I think right. I know the everything about can, the league. He, yeah. <laughs> you got it. Guy that can dedicate just enough of his attention to like 16 weeks a year. What is his team doing? Like, that's I why fantasy football is so big. Like, fantasy baseball, yeah, right, you got to adjust yeah, your team yeah. every damn day. Even fantasy golf, Will Capper, is yep. one. It's like yeah, the right, second right, most right. popular fantasy sport for some reason because it's once a week. Takes you 10 minutes, right? Put your life yeah. together on the weekend, kick back, watch a bit of it on, you know what I mean? But anyways, enough uh, phys- yeah. philosophical social <laughs> time. I will just say hey, one quickly thing too, Gabe. The NFL experience, too, where you kick a field goal and the cardboard things on, like, a train track coming at you or some fifth-string quarterback from Art Schuster's era is, like, throwing you a ball. It sucks. <laughs> Trust me, they used to have exhibition games well, you're not in Toronto. We go to the NFL experience. Oh, no, no, no. They're, Troy Aikman's not there. They're guys who are, like, second-stringers in college, Gabe. It's not an NFL experience. It's a cash It's a cash grab. It blows. Anyway, let's yeah. get to the game. Yeah. Okay, it's all capper. <laughs> that game. No, these are good. I'll these t- are fun okay. conversations. We talked about this last week too with the Pro Bowl versus the NBA All Star yep. game. Like they just are, they're yep. doing it better. Like it's it's impossible to ignore. The NBA is doing it better. But you know, NFL. I mean, you know, I guess it, it. And you know, just in in the shadow of all this conversation, like as hard as it is to really get excited for another Patriots Super Bowl, like we should expect some pretty awesome football on Sunday, right? I mean, like, this should be a really great Yes. Game. Like, every Patriots Super Bowl of our entire lifetime has been whistle-to-whistle excitement. Like, it, like they're, the, you know, the expectations should be high for this game. It should be fun. But even, you know, saying all that, it is tough to, like, get up for, like, another Belichick and Brady Super Bowl. Like, we've just seen so many. Yeah, there's the fatigue, and, I think, amongst the public. Yeah. Although, I will say, right. in my lifetime, I'm old. So, I should remember them getting throttled by the Bears. And then, of course, the uh, the infamous yeah. game against the Packers, in which it was a push. <laughs> the Packers were 14-point favorites. That's right. And uh, it was actually a push. That was the game Desmond Howard. Yeah. yeah, Desmond Howard returned a couple of kicks for touchdowns. So I'll tell Our you guys. only Super Bowl one. Yeah. I've had... Um, you know, I've had the opportunity. I've had quite a few NFL players on. You know, we had Marshall Falk in studio today. DeMarcus Ware. Uh, dude from the Falcons. Uh, dude from the Saints. You know, we have multiple NFL players throughout the weekend. 
pretty much all of them, and Ian Rappaport even from the NFL Network yesterday. Everyone sort of has the same prediction, guys. Lower scoring, 24-21 is the most common score that I've gotten. And most people, wow. most of the players are picking the Pats. They all, oh, wow, Tom Brady is hard to go against him. And they all sort of say lower scoring. I just, you know, I'm not buying that this game's going to be a 23-20 game, 24-20. I just don't see it. Well, Capper, we'll start yeah. with you. What do you say? I don't, yeah, I don't see it either. I'm, I'm looking for over on this one. Uh, I think, I mean, obviously it's a high total. Uh, and, you know, you don't have to look back through Rams games very far to find uh, some pretty impressive offensive performances. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to look back in Patriots Super Bowl history to find some pretty impressive, uh, you know, score lines. Uh, and, you know, it's it's it's, uh, it's an interesting matchup, and I get why people are expecting low total. They look at these two teams and they think, okay, both of these teams are going to have success on the ground. Therefore, there's going to be lots of running. Therefore, the clock's going to be running and running and running, and therefore – you know, it's going to be, you know, a low scoring total. I, I can't buy into that personally because I really don't see um, either defense performing especially well in the red zone. I think, you know, I think either of these teams moves into, you know, the red zone, they're going to be scoring touchdowns, not kicking field goals. I think Sean McVay has been beaten over the, you know, beaten, you know, beaten over the, the back so much now about his conservative play calling. He's, he knows you're not going to beat the Patriots if you're kicking field goals instead of scoring touchdowns. He'll be aggressive on fourth down opportunities and in sort of the, the 20 to 40 yard range. Like he'll, he'll, he'll be going for it on fourth as opposed to kicking those field goals, I would guess. Uh, and then on the flip side, you know, Tom Brady should be able to cash in against uh, a secondary that I think has some holes uh, on top of the fact that they, you know, they are using this rushing attack right now, which makes them pretty balanced on offense there's no one way to defend uh this team uh, you know they have multitudes and they're going to be able to move the ball and they're going to be able to score points on you so i think uh, you know my my expectation here is that that brady and and company having the experience having the uh you know having been here relatively recently on top of as many times as they have been here uh, i would expect them to be a little bit more kind of um composed early uh, put some pressure on the, the Rams to answer, uh, and uh, I wouldn't be at all surprised if we see, um, you know, if, if it's if it's low scoring in the first half, which is typical of these Patriots Super Bowls, that also wouldn't be surprising. Um, but you know, when when if when it comes down to you know game deciding drives late in the second half, you know, like the the idea that either of these teams is going to stall out and not have answers, not be able to move the ball, not be able to score points, uh, you know, to come back or to you know to to trade trade. Uh, um, you know, trade shots. I, I don't buy into that at all. I think you're going to see a pretty high-scoring second half, especially, uh, and I like over 56 and a half in this one. Got to like more points in the second half than first half, camera. That that bet. That yeah. that's you know that's cash 15 of the last 20 Super Bowls. 15. Well, you, you talked one. about it. Patriots three points. What three points in eight games? And what is it in the first half? And yeah. then they could they do all their first explosion quarter. at the end. First quarter. Yeah, first quarter. First quarters. First quarters. Yeah, sorry. First quarters. Um, I was going to seven straight say, shutouts. In the first yep. quarter. Last year was the first time Tom Brady ever scored points. And it's hard to believe. Like last year, they had seven straight Super Bowls. The Patriots were scoreless. They scored three points last year in the first quarter. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I, I told can, you. I can. I think that historical trend uh, actually sets up for uh, a buy low on the Patriots to do well early in this game. Uh, and I, the reason I say that. Yeah, is I was thinking think the same about, thing. Think, you think about like the way the Patriots kind of had their offense structured in years past, like they were way ahead of the game in terms of we're going to do a pass first approach. We are going to, you know, 
call call pass plays on first and ten, call pass plays on second and long. Uh, and, you know, and because they were kind of so reliant on Brady getting it done through the air, uh, early in the early in the Super Bowls where they were matched up against a defense that had, you know, very, very high level, um, you know, talent on the defensive rosters that they were going up against, uh, they didn't necessarily have passing success early in the game because it took, takes Brady a little bit, you know, a little while to figure out, like, what your game plan is in, you know, as far as passing defense. And, you know, so it would take him a quarter, uh, you know, a quarter and a half until he really kind of figured out, okay, this is what they're doing. This is the look they're giving me. And my open guys on these plays, when we call them, are going to be here, here, and here. And so because they were so reliant on Brady in a pass-first thing, you know, approach in years past, uh, it took them a little while to kind of get into the game. They don't do that anymore. They're much more balanced on offense. In fact, you could even expect if they kind of roll out a plan A where they are going run first, you know, out of the gate here and really, you know, put the Rams on their heels and, you know, really kind of, you know, keep, keep, uh, keep, keep golf on the sidelines, keep them cold. Um, you know, I would expect them to see them score some points earlier. Right, save that thought, Whale Capper. Save yeah, that no thought. We'll be right back. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time decision, ready to rage radio, fantasy sports radio network. I'm Gabriel Morenzi alongside Cam Stewart, Will Capper, graciously uh, taking some time to be with us before Super Bowl 50, uh, 53. Um, so, uh, Cam, Will Capper is just talking about the strategy. And I, I agree, because the Patriots never do what you think they're going to do. And there seems to be this thought process that, ooh, they're going to run the ball, they're going to run the ball. They got Tom Brady. All right. Every Super Bowl Tom Brady's been in, man. The guy throws like the ball like 48 times. So it's the same thing. It's like rinse and repeat every damn time, uh, Cam. But what do you think about the flow and the approach? I think actually, I think the Rams are going to punch him in the face early in the game. I think Sue is going to be the, the key contributor, Gabe. I think he's going to be the guy. I think uh, everyone talks about Aaron Donald. I think it's about Sue. Uh, he's been playing his best football. I think they hit Brady early and often in this game and really rattle his cage. Wouldn't even be surprised if there was an early turnover, giving the Rams a short field. Uh, I'm kind of with Gamble. I like the alternate line. I think the Rams win this game by 13 points. It's bold, isn't it, Whale Capper? 13. That 13 point that's win. quite bold. Yeah, yeah, that's quite bold. Yeah, we had DeMarcus Ware on. We had yeah, DeMarcus Ware on this morning. And um, remember, they beat the Patriots in the conference championship game. He was on the Broncos that won the Super Bowl. They beat the Patriots. So yep. DeMarcus Ware is a great football player, and he's actually getting into coaching now. So he was very good from the analytical standpoint. And I asked him, I said, so what do you do with Brady? Like, you know, everyone says, oh, you got to get pressure on him. But I said, he gets rid of the ball so fast. So how do you do it? And he said, listen, you're not really going to get there in time all that much. He said, you got to come up the middle, and you know, and the Rams are good at that. But basically he said that Brady, his only weakness, it's interesting from someone like DeMarcus Werewell Capper, he said Brady will ref- never throws the ball outside the pocket. Yep. So basically he was. they were talking about how you need to keep him in certain spaces. 
that, you know, even when it's kind of crazy, he, he can find lanes and stuff. But he said you take his lanes away instead of hitting them. He said you basically take his lanes because he said, if anything, he's predictable. They said he doesn't like rolling out and throwing the ball. He won't do it. But he's the best at finding little lanes. So he's basically stating you got to sort of get your hands up, get in his face without hitting him, really. And the Rams are pretty good at that. Like Aaron Donald and Sue, they're not really speed rushers. These guys are pit bulls, right? I mean, they're, they're bull rushers. They're strong, exactly. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. You know, Sue's kind of been an underachiever with them, but he stepped up, like you said. So... What are you saying uh, here, Will Capper, for the game? And then uh, we'll get some props from you. Yeah. What's so, your prediction? So I, I, I actually am the uh, I'm opposite of, uh, of Cam. I would actually look for a Patriots alt total alt uh, alt spread here. Um, but I think the right way. I think the, I think the, and and look and this is because I I, I think the Patriots. Um, put together an absolutely spectacular game plan for beating the Chiefs. It was superlative. It was perfect. They hit them exactly the way that they need to hit the Chiefs. And I look at the Chiefs and the Rams, and I see very comparable teams. Uh, and I think that, uh, you know, you, you take that exact same game plan and you put it on a neutral field instead of on, you know, on hostile, in hostile territory against the Chiefs. I think it, it has a, a good chance to succeed, and I think the Patriots can, you know, if they get the ball first or if they can get an early stop, I would expect them to kind of seize control of the game and, and dictate early uh, with their kind of their balanced rushing and, and short passing attack. Um, and, you know, in, sort of in the same way you're, you're describing, you know, you know, have Brady get the ball out quickly, have, you know, ha- use your innovative uh, run blocking schemes and, and your strength right now is the Patriots, which is not Brady, but it's your offensive line and it's your rushing attack. And, you know, I think plan A for the Patriots has a good chance of working, uh, which, you know, in, in opens up a good opportunity then to come back on the Rams live. Um, I personally don't yeah. love the Rams at, at plus two and a half or plus two. Uh, I think being, you know, in that dead zone there and, you know, counting on either, you know, a, a weird score to get your ticket home uh, or a Rams win outright. You know, <laughs> I, you know, you might as well just back the Rams to win outright at, at two, two and a half. Um, but if you think the Rams are going to be competitive in this one, and you know, and you've been listening to Cam make solid points all week on this, then by all means, you know, see if because here's 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 the way I look at it. Are the Patriots going to have a lead at some point during this game? The likelihood of that is pretty damn high, right? And if the Patriots are up by you know one score, then the live line on this game is going to be is going to be above three, right? So you're going to get a better shot on the Rams. You know, you're going to get a better number on the Rams. At some point during this game, if you if you wait for them live, so I mean, you know, if, if you want to, you know, are you against the teaser? Are you against no. the Rams plus nine and a half over forty nine and a half seven point teaser? No, I don't think that. I don't think that's bad at all. I think this. I think this lands Patriots six or seven, kind of in that range, in that ballpark. And I think the, you know, the Rams, if they're down. Uh, I think they have a, you know a good chance to come back. I love the you know love the weapons, love the you know the scheme, love the adjustments we've seen from McVeigh in the second half of some of these higher profile games. Uh, I just can't count on Rams punching the, the Patriots in the face early, um, and a lot of that is because I don't really buy into Jared Goff being like the next coming of Tom Brady. Like I don't think yeah, he's going to be yeah, out there yeah. icing. I, I don't see him out there icing the. You know what I think? I see dark, some weird right? deal where Jared Goff is going to do enough to beat Tom Brady and play well, 
and be sort of labeled some mega star when he's really not. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Oh, like I think. Oh yeah. Open I think up he's some, open up some good. Yeah, yeah. Like next year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, they'll be like, wow, he's 24 years old. He beat Tom Brady. He won the first overall pick. He won the Super Bowl. Like, oh my God. But you know, I I wonder about Goff. I can't lie. I like him. He showed a lot last week, and this can't be any more hostile. But it's the freaking Super Bowl cam, right? But I listen. Yep. This is a beautiful thing about the Super Bowl in this game. That's why I like having so many different guests on and with different opinions. Because I see this, and I think Cam sort of agrees too. I'm calling a curveball here. I think Todd Gurley's going to run the ball up their ass. <laughs> I think all this Todd Gurley stuff, they're going to unleash him. Yeah. I think he's in his hometown. He's going home, man. And in what better way to go home and, and end this with a bang? I think C.J. Anderson, he's going to I got this, C.J. You got us here. I got this now. And I think they're going to score an early touchdown with Gurley. They're going to go down the field. They're going to hand it off to Todd Gurley, and he's going to pop it in. And then the Patriots are going to stay on the sidelines. Oh, shit. Gurley's healthy. Yeah. The Rams have gotten here without Todd Gurley. Gurley hasn't right. helped them. Now they're going to have Todd Gurley. Hey, maybe it's a leap of faith. Maybe Sean McVay is smoke screening everyone, Cam. Oh, he's going to be a big part of it, really. No, no, he's really yep. hurt. We're just saying this. I don't buy it. I've seen Gurley at all these press conferences this week. He looks relaxed. He's calm. I think the extra two weeks, he had two weeks, three weeks off, played a, played a game, two weeks off. I think he's good to go, guys. And I'm telling you right now, Todd Gurley, first touchdown of the game, plus 700. And the Todd Gurley MVP talk has gone crazy. Those 16 to 1s are barely out there, Cam. It's down to 8 to 1 in a lot of spots now. Yeah, that's the thing. And most running backs between 4 and 6. The one thing about why I believe the Rams could blow these guys out, Gabe, is just take a look at Tom Brady's numbers in the Super Bowl. Yes, they're very big with the passing attempts, but he's struggled in big, big chunks. The Atlanta game before they came back. And this Ram team has a hell of a lot better defense than the Atlanta Falcons did. And they had a game plan against him for what he's going to do. McVay also, I think, is a better coach. With time to prepare as well. Now I'm getting fired up for the Super Bowl. I'm standing up I now. am getting fired up. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, now. Hey, Chris, that's Porzingis, man. We've got other news. It's NFL time. Okay, yeah, screw you, Tad. I'm going to throw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, hey, Anthony Davis. See, you're not in the montage anymore. Beat it. we got a Super Bowl to play. Give me the Rams, Gabe. I'm going to tell you something. I really believe Brady struggles in big spurts in this game. He'll get his, but there's going to be, like, drives, like, four or five in a row. where. Hey, well, Capper, you got to love. Yeah. This is the I'm only show it. in the world whose take is Tom Brady struggles in big moments. <laughs> yeah. And, but and, he, ha- and, he uh, has, though. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Okay. I know what you mean. Better than he's, <laughs> he's been shaky. It's not You're what right. you see. He's been People shaky. People didn't deliver shaky. the knockout punch. I know. The Falcons couldn't deliver the knockout punch. It's like Brock Lesnar. underestimating. They're underestimating the Rams' defense. I'm telling you. People are yes. underestimating the Rams' defense. They shut Elliott down, man. 40 rushing yards. Alvin Kamara was sort of baffled and confused. He couldn't really get going. Ingram popped a few big ones. They kept everything in front of them. That secondary is going to be able to handle. Listen, dealing with Michael Thomas is a bitch. The guy's a big dude, and the Rams DBs are a little undersized. This is different. The Rams DBs are more speed-based. Coleman's speed-based. Marcus Peters speed-based. Edelman's going to get his, but I don't think he's going to have 13 catches or something like that. But let's get into the props, Will Capper. What props have caught your eye? Well, let me challenge you guys real quick on the Gurley thing. When's the last time the Patriots lost a big game because of the opposing running back? 
Like, Belichick is specifically known for let the running back have his day. We are going to stop your passing attack, and we are going to win the game on that. Like, that is well, how he I'm not saying he's rushing for 118 yards, but I'm saying that he's going to punch it in. No, no, I'm just saying, like, they, take, they may yeah. let him. Like, they may let him, and, and they, they, that may be literally the plan. Like, yeah, let him have his. No big deal. Like, you know, we'll give we'll give him give him his yards. But, you know, but if we if we stop, if we limit, if we make the key play in the passing game here on defense, then we are going to win the game. Like, I, I wouldn't, you know, I, I wouldn't at all be surprised to see Gurley have a huge numbers, but um, and you know, Patriots might let him, you know. But but it's just it's tough for me to, to really kind I'm of. I'm not liking your negativity, Will Capper. Yeah, <laughs> we love you, Will Capper. But yeah. I'm already You're locked in LA, on the Rams, buddy. You're in L.A. What's wrong with you, man? Like, come on. Uh, this is for Mark yeah, Lawrence. That's fair. The Rams get this, Will Capper. The Rams are 12 and 0 straight up in games in which they rush for 100 yards this season. They're seven and zero straight up when when they allowed less than hundred yards. The Patriots are eleven and zero straight up when they rush for hundred yards, and nine and zero when they give up less than a hundred. Pretty much yeah, a classic a case of, of who's going to be running the ball. A lot of that is 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 uh, is that correlation or causation, though. I mean, if you're if you are up and you're controlling the game, you're you're handing off a lot you're more running the second the ball. half, and yeah, you're running yeah. the ball. And, and you know, the Patriots know the path to victory is you know do not let your opponent have the ball last. You know, let do not give them the opportunity to come back, and they are especially good at kind of putting it away late via the running game. So that that you know those those stats aren't surprising, and I think, but I don't think they necessarily. Um, you know, indicate much for this game. And, you know, I think I, I would expect the rushing game on both sides to be pretty successful. I will expect a lot of points in this game, and, and I think over is probably my favorite look over anything else. Uh, I just know that uh, I want a little bit of Patriots money pregame, first half, uh, especially like the Patriots first half on this one. And, and I almost certainly am going to come back pretty heavily on the Rams if we see a nice number, a nice plus plus number if the Patriots get a, a touchdown or a two-score lead even. I think you're going to see a great live angle to, to come back and play the Rams for a, for a comeback. I just love the fact that the Rams have running backs with two distinctly different styles, girly in space, electrifying, and then the battering ram of C.J. Anderson. Whatever works for them, they're going to stick to, Marenzi. I think having two different backs like that, and C.J. Anderson showed up in big games before. We see him with Denver. I think, uh, you know, the more I think about this game, I don't know why I like the Rams so much, Marenzi. I think I'm nuts. Like, I might be losing my mind. Like, I actually think they're going to hurt these guys. Like, I'm I'm crazy. But, uh, Mm. you know, it was that Seattle-Denver. It was... Is that Seattle Denver? That's what I said last week. That I remember that Super Bowl. That was great, but uh, domination. No, 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 we were Chiefs were a different story though. Like, hey, they started off poorly in that game. They came back. They could have won that game. Uh, if, well, if we the got Rams screwed. Off, they well, should have. They yeah, should. Yeah, yeah. They should have won that yeah. game. If yeah, Chiefs, exactly. Uh, if D four doesn't line up off, off line up off sides, they do. Correct. Um, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, I think. I think. You know, I think. And you know, if you wanna, if you wanna say. You know, there's one thing we haven't seen in all the Patriots Super Bowls past. It is a pass getting their asses kicked. That's the one thing we haven't seen. Uh, last year was as close to it. You're right. Last year was they as close to eight. it yeah. as, you, as you get. And lost, yeah, and even that, like they had the ball at the end of the yeah, game. Yeah, but I yeah, think, yeah, you yeah. know, everybody, everybody in watching, everybody in the stand was like, yep, okay, here comes the comeback. And they convert the two-point conversion, and then they get the strip sack, and that's the end of the game. But, like, you know, it was even that one was in the balance until the wee moments of the game. So it, 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 should be, it should be a hell of a lot of fun. I'm excited for it. I, and I, and I, I feel like Gurley uh, with Steve Yard's props is under 
of it underlined. I think that's probably where he oh, gets yeah, most yeah. of his. No uh, yeah. You know, because yeah, he's so he's so fast in, in on that field, especially get him in space on the outside with some short passes. All right, hold on, Will Cap. We're gonna take one last quick break, and then we just got two minutes left, and we'll get you out. Okay, we're back. Thank you, Yang. And uh, we've only got a couple of minutes here before the top of the hour. Cam Stewart will get his cut up to date. We'll see uh, who else is uh, demanded to be traded in the National Basketball Association. So, well, Capper, we'll give you the floor right now. Hey, you got about a minute and a half or two. Um, five final thoughts on Super Bowl 53 and uh, any, any sort of random prop uh, catch your eye at all. Yeah, so uh, I, we mentioned it already, but the Gurley receiving yards prop looks too low to me. Yep. I think he's going to gain. I think he's going to be, you know, pretty healthy dose of uh, of the the passing game for the Rams. I like Higby also. I think the tight end position is a weakness in terms of how the yes. team is defend, and I think he's going to be he's going to be pretty uh, pretty easy to to find open space. So those those two guys on the Rams, I would look for receiving yards and rece- receptions props. I think are good looks. Uh, on the other side, I think Sonny Michelle is going to do some damage on the ground. I uh, love the way that they're run blocking and the momentum he's got going into this game, and I think he you know he should get well over eighty yards. And I think they opened the prop right around seventy nine and a half. And uh, and I actually I you know if anyone on the Patriots you know wins the MVP that's not Tom Brady, I think you got to consider uh, Sonny Michelle. I don't think you know I think that way too many people think you know this is going to be Gronk's last game. They're going to give him some sort of uh, you know like uh, some sort of you know. You know, lifetime achievement MVP award, yeah. and I, 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 yeah, I, I think, I think much, much more likely, you know, Bill Belichick, you know, takes, you know, hey, I drafted a running back in the first round, and I'm going to shove it down your throat, and you know, hey, look at this, I got a running back MVP. You guys are telling me that, you know, this is a passing yeah, league yeah. now. Well, look what I just did. You know, it feels classic Belichick to me. But I, I think this is a six point win for the Pats, six seven point win for the Pats. Uh, you know, the, the Rams come back from down double digits to, uh, you know, to kick a a field goal to. to bring it to seven don't get the onside kick and then the Patriots put the game away but my favorite look uh, for pregame betting I like the Patriots in the first half um, selling out to minus two and a half and plus 115 uh, and I like the full game over uh, and I'm going to come in pretty hot and heavy on the second half over if we see any kind of line in the 28 range uh, if it's if it's under 30 in that second half over uh, I'm going to be backing up the Brinks truck on that one whale underscore the truck nice. on Twitter Whale underscore Capper. You can find him on uh, Audio Boom and his podcast as well. He talks NBA, and as you can tell, extremely sharp guy. Whale Capper, it's always a pleasure, my man. Enjoy the big game. Thanks for having me on. Best of luck, guys. Take care. Whale Capper, great guy. Great, uh, great, great, uh, great analysis. Different perspectives. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. News, 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 news. We got NBA news. Super Bowl week. What? I can't believe it. We're not even at the NBA All-Star game. Things are happening before the trade deadline, Marenzi. Chris Tapp's Porzingis, he wanted to leave the Knicks. His wish was granted. 
Bye-bye, NYC. Hello, Big D. The often injured Brzingis off to Dallas, heading back to the Knicks. Dennis Smith Jr., DeAndre Jordan, and Wesley Matthews. The Mavs are also going to take on the contracts of Tim Hardaway Jr. and Courtney Lee as part of the deal. The Anthony Davis saga, yeah, it's more like as the world turns. It's a soap opera. Reports indicating the Lakers have offered multiple trade packages to New Orleans for, for star Anthony Davis. Uh, reports indicating Lakers GM Magic Johnson has offered up the Pelicans up to five different packages. So far, the Pelicans, wow. no, they're not budging. They are not budging. Just because Anthony Davis is an agent, Rich Paul wished to force New Orleans' hand, requesting a trade, it doesn't mean the front office is going to play ball. I love New Orleans, Gabe. They're becoming my favorite team. I love the way they're handling this situation. In addition, the Pelicans <laughs> took out Davis highlights from their pregame hype video last night versus Denver. And if he isn't dealt by February 7th, exactly what me and Gabe talk about, he might just sit his ass down on the bench for the rest of the year. we got six games on the NBA hardwood tonight. Magic minus one and a half to the Pacers, total 210. Detroit hosting Dallas, Gabe. Luka Doncic, doubtful for this game. Pistons minus two uh, right there, 206 and a half the total. A good one in Toronto. Greek freak in the Bucks. Hey, Toronto, they're laying three, total 232 in this game. We hopefully they're going to get it done because we're probably going to bet on them. San Antonio entertaining Gabe's Brooklyn Nets. Spurs minus seven and a half, over under 225 and a half. DeMar DeRozan, probable for the Spurs. Good late game. Golden State taking on Billy Warriors minus nine and a half, 239. Joel Embiid listed as probable for the Sixers and in the Battle of LA. Clips versus Lakers. LeBron out. Kyle Kuzma questionable. LA Clippers minus five and a half. Total 228. Not a huge night in college basketball tonight. Only three games. Three teams in the top 25 in action. 17 Purdue minus seven on the road against Penn State. 137 and a half. The red hot Houston Cougars. Nice turnaround with that program. They're hot. Laying nine and a half to Temple. Total 142. And number four Gonzaga. uh, 14 point favorites on the road to BYU. We were on BYU last game and they got it done for us. We'll see about that one. Big news in Big D. According to the Dallas Cowboys Gabe, this just story just broke. Jerry Jones says he's not going to extend the contract of head coach Jason Garrett as he enters the final year of his deal. And uh, Garrett, 77-59 and 59 in the regular season. A 500 record in the playoffs at 3-3. Three and three. The Cowboys also a pretty good record. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Garrett's well, all the pitching team. about Garrett. I'm saying 77-59 is not bad. Yeah. Yeah, he's 20, what, 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 18 games above uh, 500, 3-3 three and three in the playoffs. Not that bad. They've also hired uh, former quarterback Boise State star. Remember our good old buddy Kellen Moore? He's the team's new offensive coordinator. And Johnny Kitna will be the quarterback's coach. Interesting stuff going on in Dallas there. The New York Giants. I'm just thinking, like, Martin. I don't know. Like, out of all the – is Kellen Moore the next sort of guy? I mean – I don't know. I guess they're getting well, old. I mean, I remember Calamari was a kid in college, right? Yeah. Why, know, like you I said, know. like, why? Because he knows how to run a Statue of Liberty play? It's a good point. Yeah, you beat Oklahoma and Stoops in a, in a bowl game. You're a hero all of a sudden. John Kitna, like, nice guy and all. Like, it's a good backup for the Seahawks and stuff. But, hey, anyway, we're not doing the hiring in Dallas, Gabe. New York Giants running back Saquon Barkley, Pepsi NFL Rookie of the Year. We talk about the Super Bowl. We're not doing the hiring in Dallas. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing the hiring anywhere. <laughs> No, no, we're not. No, not. But uh, tune into the Super Bowl. We'll be in live in studio for the Super Bowl party. Me, Gabe, and uh, the fantasy exec. It's going to be a lot of fun. No line movement in that Super Bowl line. Still two and a half there, 56 and a half. We're waiting for some line movement. Doesn't look like there's going to be any. And Gabe, an update in golf. The leaderboards right now at the getting wasted open at the waste management. Great start to our DFS and bets. Uh, your call with Ricky Fowler, Justin Thomas, an all-star leaderboard. They share the lead at 700 par. Ty Hatton, a guy that we both liked in DFS and at 66. 
six to one. He's only two shots back at five under. And the European Tour tournament underway in Saudi Arabia. Belgium's Thomas Peters, first round leader at minus seven. Uh, other notables, Justin Rose, even. And last week's winner, Bryson DeChambeau, a smooth minus two. And uh, we talk about baseball. San Diego looking to make that splash. Uh, they are meet meetings with Bryce Harper in Vegas. They've also had links to JT Riamuto and Manny Machado. We'll see what happens. The Padres, for all these stories, are doing a lot of talking. Ooh, we're looking at this guy. We're meeting with this guy. But they haven't done jack yet. So we'll see what happens. NHL All-Star break turning out to be a full-on vacation. Mm -hmm. I've been around a while, as I have you, but a lot of times... People need to realize this. And, uh, yeah, I'm not saying San Diego are doing this. I think San Diego have a little money and they're trying to get somebody. I, I do believe it. But oftentimes, you know, you'll hear, like, the, a good example, like Anthony Davis. There was a thing in New York. Oh, the Knicks are in the mix. Like, they're, they're not in the mix. Yeah. Like, they, they, everyone knows they're tanking. But, you know, you throw it out there. The Canadians are good at that. The Montreal Canadiens. They'll sort of start a rumor that they looked at someone when they really didn't. But it's it, so the fans, the Jays do it all the time. You remember when anyone yeah. said, oh, we offered him a contract. And then you get like the Stooges, Tim and Sid go on here. They offered him a contract, everybody. No, you guys just say they did, right? Like you throw it out there to sort of create a narrative or you could say if you don't sign something. We tried. He didn't want to come here. We, we tried, right? Just saying. Well, the NBA, the NBA seems to be getting things done, Gabe. <laughs> Their rumors are turning into truth. Crazy stuff before the deadline. Keep it locked to me and Gabe. We got DFS picks, gambling, and a whole lot of fun on Red Heat Rage. Stay tuned, everybody. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game time decisions. Game time decisions, level two. Red Heat Rage Radio, I'm Red Cam Stewart alongside. It's a good point, Cam. I, I said this the other day. I've been saying this for a couple of years, actually. The NBA, listen, the Wojnowski guy's really good with ESPN. He gets some stuff every once in a while. He does seem to be more inside the room than anybody else for the most part. But there's always rumors in the NBA. It's the biggest, and that's another thing why it's popular, though. People like to gossip, right? The, 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 the speculation, there's always drama in the NBA, so that that's good for sales as well. But, Cam, the media is never right. They never know. You know what I mean? Like, I saw a report yesterday. Oh, if Anthony Davis goes to the Lakers, Clay Thompson wants in. Because, yeah, I'm sure Clay Thompson, when he's on the middle of a 12-game winning streak right now with the Warriors, is really monitoring what Anthony Davis does, does that much. And if he did, I'm sure he's telling ESPN. Sure, Clay called ESPN to tell him that. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah. And you, and you've been in locker rooms. out there all the time. You've been in locker rooms before. I have. I have known even when I covered the Leafs, players and PR guys to literally tell people lies and stories just to make them look like chumps when it doesn't happen and to get them off the trail when things are really going down. You want a funny story, Kev? What, what the athletes think? Michael yeah. Barrett. Remember Michael Barrett, the catcher. Uh, yeah, Cubs the Expos. Expos. Yeah, yeah, Michael Barrett. There was a rumor. Uh, Peter Gammons, very respected. Peter Gammons, too, right? Very respected. Oh, big time. P yeah, Peter Gammons. There was a report. Peter Gammons says Michael Barrett's getting traded to the uh, Oakland Athletics, and it was that day. And I saw Michael Barrett, and I said, "What do you think of the report? You going to Oakland?" He goes, "Well, I know I'm not going to Oakland because <laughs> he basically said because Peter Gammons <laughs> said so." 
And uh, he goes, I'm, I'm getting traded, but I'm not going to Oakland. And boom, goes to Chicago. You know, Gavin, so Gavin sort of knew there was a deal, but he got it wrong. Like, he didn't know. And I'm saying, like, did anyone report last night that, oh, yeah, Kristaps Porzingis is getting traded to the Mavericks? Like, was there any rumor? There wasn't one rumor. Be oh, Davis to the Lakers, and oh, DeMar DeRozan wants out of Toronto, and you know what I mean? It's all made up. It's made up. Kyle Lowry, there was a story about Kyle Lowry once DeMar was out. That he, that he went and he told he wanted out. And Kyle Lowry goes, I never respond once in my life to the media. He goes, but I don't know where they make this shit up. He goes, I don't know what they're talking about. He goes, I never spoke to anyone at the Raptor organization. <laughs> like, all right, well, uh, we'll get to the phone lines on the other side. Hit the Super Bowl props. Bitch more about the NBA. Follow the golf tournament. All that and more. Is it on TV, the golf at least this time, Cam? Yep. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Ready to Rage Radio. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm looking at uh, trends right now on Twitter. Although I have the New York uh, New York City trends up. So uh, trending right now in New York, Knicks, Porzingis, Mavs, Chris Tapps, James Dolan, Luka Doncic, Dallas Mavericks, Zion Williamson, Dennis Smith. You think they like the Knicks in New York, Cam? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> top yeah, 10 trending topics. <laughs> top 10 trending even here, topics. Even, even, even here, look at my trends for you because they check your uh, what you're doing yeah. on betting sites and stuff. For mine, Knicks, Porzingis, Dallas, Dennis Smith Jr., DeAndre Jordan, New York, Mavs, Mavericks, Wes Matthews, Dirk. <laughs> That's my that's my order on the Twitter bar. <laughs> yeah, and it's supposed to show the popularity. I'm looking right now. I just switched over to the Toronto trends and shows the popularity of the NBA in Toronto. As Cam said, number one trending uh, topic in Toronto right now. Knicks, mm-hmm. uh, second Porzingis, third Mavs, fourth Luka Doncic, uh, four, four Luka, five Doncic, <laughs> uh, Chris Tapps, Dallas Mavericks, Dirk Nowitzki, I uh, like uh, right there near the bottom there. Christine Elliott, politician. <laughs> Christine Elliott. <laughs> Christine Huxley. <laughs> I don't know what she did, and to be honest, I don't care. Oh, no, um, you don't care? It was a big shit show yesterday with Ford and the press conference at Cam H for Let's Talk. It's just, it's, it's getting, it's getting crazier here. Like, there's going to be like right, people so. are very, very angry. But anyway, let's let's move on. Who cares about local? This politics? is crazy. This is crazy. I just went to Boston. Okay, Boston trends. Not one Super Bowl mention. Really? No. Knicks, wow. Mav, Porzingis, Luka, yeah. Dallas, Chris Tapps, Learn Launch 2019, Dirk Nowitzki, Doncic. Huh. NBA wow. rules. In other words, yeah, in other words, the NBA owns Twitter right now. Like, the yeah. NFL, like, it's the freaking Super Bowl. Like, if I was Goodell, like, if I'm the head of the social media right now, Cam, I'm freaking. Like, I'm like, what the hell, man? Like, I'm, 
This is embarrassing, actually. Get a story. It's Get a story. Somebody do something. Oh, Jason Garrett, not extended. Okay. Hey, John Kidna, you're the quarterback's coach. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. God's great hey, news. God. Yeah, that's big, big, big shock. Yeah, biggest news. Kellen Moore. Who? <laughs> Kellen Moore. More people know the Oops. New York Knicks ball boy than Kellen Moore. You know what I mean? Like, who's Kellen Moore? Like, <laughs> so I'm saying people. Looks like a ball boy. You know what's funny? What we're talking about, about like the NBA just being a hipper, more league that everyone talks about. Dude, it proves our point, Cam. I get it. There's an NBA deal. Okay, it's trending out of like two out of the ten topics. All right, Knicks deal. Like this isn't New York. You go across North America, every city is talking about the deals and the NBA. Not even in Boston. You figure there'd be one bet against us. Pots 19, whatever. You know what I mean? Like nothing. Nothing. Did you, did you see that Julian Edelman thing? It's, it's like a logo of uh, In-N-Out Burger. He's like trying, yeah, he trolling. Uh, the, I know, dude. I'm done with that guy, too. I'm actually out of spite going to bet his under props this week. Just out of spite. You know what sucks? I said it on the video I did for FanDuel. I'm like, I like him to go over six and a half, but I hate him. <laughs> I said, she said on the, FanDuel, I'm always, I'm always wondering if they're going to go, you can't say that. Like, So I said in the video I did. <laughs> I said, I, I got Julian Edelman six and a half. I said, I hope when he catches the seventh pass, he gets drilled. <laughs> like, 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 get to seven and just get drilled. You know what I mean? Like, whatever, dude. But I don't know. It's interesting. Some people were saying earlier in the week, they're like, I don't, they think that Rams are going to be able to silence him. I don't think so. I think he's unstoppable, really. Uh, I don't know. You, yeah, the problem is Bill Belichick. If you if you stop him, somebody else is gonna probably get uh, lots of goodies. Yeah, Chris like Michelle or somebody Chris else. Hogan Hogan over and, two and a half. Yeah. That's a great Hogan, bet. Hogan, well, Hogan had the funny thing is he's he's goose eggs, and in that one drive he had like four catches. He went over his total in one drive. So the thing about Brady is with Hogan, it's streaky. He, he he'll tend to go to him like on one drive. It's Hogan's drive. You yes. know what I mean? Edelman's always there, call. but. Uh, It'll happen. It'll happen. I just got to check out uh, Gulfstream here, see if I won my horse race. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing about the afternoon, right? Uh, grand journey. Nope, don't think I won. I bet on Julian Leperu there, Gabe. Uh, yeah, he came third. Hey, there we go. Got my money back. Yeah, 12 to 1. Sure we can. Nothing wrong with that. Made a little profit. First. Still still too still too soon for me to talk, talk horse racing. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's on, buddy. <laughs> the only thing. Whatever's on. <laughs> It's actually tough to hang out the track, but uh, you and I will be uh, you and I will be at the track. I look forward to it Saturday night. Correct. Your wow. first trip to the Meadowlands racetrack. They'll have live racing awesome. too. <laughs> Damn, yeah, no, I'll be betting. I'll tell you, know you actually, I might have to get. Yeah, I've, I've been get there a million times. Yeah, I've been there a million times. I've never bet one horse race. Come on, not, not even either. one. No, no, you know what you're doing. not once. I know. You're but telling me some old though. guys like, "Hey, Marenzi, I got, I like this uh, driver at, uh, you know, what I mean? at the Meadowland. No, He's a guy I've I follow. Never seen Get it. in on it with me." Nothing. I've never seen Nothing. one of these guys. No, I don't. I don't listen. They always lose, so I don't listen to yeah, any of these guys. That's another thing. Those standard bread guys with their tips. <laughs> it's hilarious. Know what the best is? I used to. So I subscribed to a horse thing. This is kind of funny again. It's just like gambling. So this guy I met at Shoeless. He's a really good capper, but I used to pay him sometimes sixteen dollars for the weekend at Aqueduct Gulfstream or whatever. And he'd key horses and he trip. Basically, this guy knocks down pick threes. I didn't win for a while or whatever. He's pretty good. I did it myself this weekend, Gabe. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to pay whatever. I won a trifecta. 
first, second, third boxed myself. No, it's exactly what you talk about with golf. No research going into it. Looked at it, jockey. Yeah, go with your gut. Uh, I know your enough. Gut. Yeah. I know enough. Yeah. So my gut's very big, and sometimes it's right. <laughs> All right, let's go to. to uh, yeah. Who are we going? We're going to? Jason in Wisconsin. And we Jason got Wisconsin. Nathan from New Jersey. Yeah. Oh, hey, Jason, Jason, right, man, Jason. What's up, Jason? Yeah, How you doing, buddy? Gabriel, uh, Cam, it's uh, nice to uh, hear your voice again, buddy. Oh, thanks, Jason. Yeah, it's a little bit under the weather, but uh, we're rocking and rolling, buddy. What's on your mind? Well, yeah, no, that's great. No, it's, it's you know, for somebody like me and probably a handful of other people who, who won't voice themselves, no, man, it was, you made me laugh like uh, a ton already, you know, <laughs> since you've been back, you know, since, compared to when you were gone. And Gabe, you know, because Gabe is so un, unfrickin' funny. <laughs> Thank you, Gabe, for that. See, I got a, I got a delay here on the phone, Gabe, so it's hard when I have conversations with you guys, it's hard. I could be a stand-up comedian, Jason. Yeah, he's no, very good to be a stand-up comedian. Gabriel, I know that. that It was part of a joke, but then I got this delay. Yeah, no, here, that's okay. And, no, you know, it's terrible. Okay, so a couple things we got jotted down. Um, you know, every time I call, it would be great if I could almost have a thing where I feel like uh, four topics in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, 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 it would be great. But we love you, it Jason. Would be, it would be but, great. You know, it'll it'll be only, yeah, in a world, yeah. <laughs> No, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, okay, I'll jump ahead now. Uh, what do we got here? Okay, uh, Rail Capper, hey, as far as Tony Michelle having a big day and uh, MVP and all that good stuff, yeah, I already threw a bunch at that because, uh, uh, you know, Rail Capper's great, and he actually was the first person that was completely online with a bunch of different things that I thought about, which makes you feel really good about my decisions now. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know, so he's still over 81 and a half yards. And, I think they're going to stop it down their throat with Sonny Michelle. And trust me, I want I want the to lose as much as a lot of people. But more than anything, I want my numbers to hit. And uh, I know 82% of the public has went with uh, you know New England. That means you know that means uh, LA's got to do something. Like you're you know you're favorite with LA game. And so are a lot of people I know who are you know in a little bit. But I'll tell you what. God almighty, I cannot, I'm going to do more props than I am going to throw everything at, at New England because it's such an obvious play. You know, that's why they keep building those, those, those buildings in the desert because L.A. will come in. <laughs> uh, L.A. could come in. It's a toss-up. There's a reason yeah. why the point spread's two and a half points. We yeah, talked about it all yeah, week, guys. It's, it's the odds makers made this game a one-point uh, game for a reason. They opened up the Rams as a favorite. It's the public and all the Pat Brady nut huggers out there that have you know bet this up. The sharps are waiting for the Rams. That three's never going to come into play, though. I just don't it's see not, the three popping nope. up. No, the, they, if they want, no, it's a bait. It's baiting, right? So the thing is, if you like the Rams, you're going to get it at that. Threes would ruin the books. They want it. They, they, they know it's a key number where people will jump back on it. Hey, Gabe, it's funny, guys. I'm, I'm just looking at a thing that Fantasy retweeted. Does punter Johnny Hecker attempt to pass in the Super Bowl, Gabe? Too bad it wasn't there last week when really? everyone needed it. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the call, Jason. Thanks, Jason. Hey, hey, hey wow. Gabe, I got, I got one more question, Gabe. Is that all right? The music's playing. We're going to break. What's the question? Okay, so real quick. You know, um, in 1985, 86... Uh, no, there's no time for 85-86. Uh, We're going to a break. Uh, you're right. Holy okay, crap. Right. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, 
or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the programming there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source 24 hours a day. Uh, we'll get into tonight's uh, board. We talked uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, Drew Dinkmeyer will join us. We'll talk some NBA, a uh, little NBA uh, with Drew, as well as um, some Super Bowl DFS. Uh, we had Drew on on Monday, actually. So we talked to uh, Drew about the uh, about the Super Bowl. But Cam, you can fire off some questions, uh, Adam. I actually put together a team. Uh, I got a already DFS team. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. But uh, I'm going to put together. I want to put together multiple ones. I'm going to put together both five, ones. five, five, five entries, maybe. How's that? Yeah. Sound? Well, we'll see. How, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds good. We'll see how we'll see how it goes. We keep rolling here. We'll see how we do with uh, with the basketball. But I said, I won last night. I won like twelve times my money. So I built up the DraftKings account a little bit last nice. night. But it's really like just sort of like pocket change to play every day. You know what I mean? It's like Sakata yeah, sure. said in the old days. Like you really just sort of keep yourself afloat, and then hopefully one of these nights I can come in a top five or something. I mean, gotta believe one of these nights I've been playing pretty much every day. So, um, all right. So we're gonna talk Super Bowl, but the big deal in the NBA and this deal happened literally and figuratively like moments so, right as we were coming before we went the air. I know. I was like, I had to change so, the update. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. So it's tough for me to grade this, and even now, like we got guests, and you know what I mean. So it's I haven't had time to sit down and absorb uh, the deal. Uh, but the New York Knicks have agreed to trade Chris Porzingis to the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, New York gets Dennis Smith Jr. Um, they get the expiring contract of DeAndre Jordan and Wesley Matthews. They uh, they send Tim Hardaway. So Tim Hardaway gets uh, dealt, as well as uh, Courtney Lee. The Knicks are also getting a future first-round pick uh, as well. So long story short, the Knicks basically just cleared a bunch of salary and get uh, Dennis Smith... Uh, uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, out of the deal. You know, it's, it's... I understand why the Knicks... The Knicks are tanking, so I, I get that part. So the, the, the Knicks are tanking. Yet, I don't have a ton of confidence that they're going to be able to rebuild this thing in the future, right? So it's sort of like, you know, you get a good player, and it's like, wow, we're going to build around this guy. And it's only been three years. All right, we're going to scrap this. We're going to build around a new guy. Uh, you know, the Knicks are really going to hope that their their $75 million will get uh, players to, to, to go to Madison Square Garden. And it's a lot of money. So, uh, you know, they could get someone. You know, Ky- Ky- Kyrie Irving's going to be a free agent. I'm not buying. Kevin Durant's not going to go play for a loser and rebuild something. I, I At least I don't believe so. Yet, at this point, I don't freaking know, guys. Let's bring in uh, Nathan right now from New Jersey. Big Cowboy fan, but uh, also a Nick fan and a Yankee fan. What's up, Nathan? How you doing, buddy? 
Nathan. All right, we'll get back to him. Uh, we'll get back to uh, Nathan. Nice guy, Nathan. Yeah, he's very nice. Him and Corey, him and Corey are tight. Cowboy fans, they always together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always goes. But you know, cowboy fans when they lose, they disappear. I was going to bring that up to him. I was going to say we haven't heard from you since like the season's been over. Yeah, my little, so cousin, deal, my little cousin's a cowboy fan. He's a psycho too. Like he throws things and stuff. He's a goal. He, he's older now too. Like I, I can't watch football with this kid. He's crazy. I will say though, we really do have to get. Yeah, we have to get a system in which. Um, See, I've never really been in a radio station before. When people tell me we've got callers, then they're like, oh, no, no, yeah. he's gone. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, exactly. Because usually you're looking at the phone like and you a, see the lines. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. See the lines. like, well. That's like, I used to take calls. I'm like, oh, here we go. Oh, this line's free. Yeah. I got this. That's the thing. But, we have the unit in front of us, so we don't have the no, unit. No, no, but it's the just, problem. Yeah, it's just a little communication uh, difference. But it's, yeah. it's, all good. it's all good. All right, Nathan, New Jersey. What's up, Nathan? How you doing, buddy? Hey, sorry, guys. Uh, I lost my phone lost connection. Sorry. How you guys doing? Oh, Pretty good. Good. Oh, good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. So, yeah. what, what what do you think of the deal? What what's your take? I'm a, I'm a, listen, listen. Here, you want to hear my take? All right. I'm a big I'm a big New York Knicks fan, as you know, and I'm pissed off. I'm 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 literally pissed off. What what kind of value got like, for for like Porzingis is uh, a top talent. I right. I know that he's injured right now, but still, you could have got something better for Porzingis instead of getting all these washed up players. And Dennis Smith Jr. I mean. He's a young point guard. I mean, like I know the I know the why they did it, but the cast space is a big thing. But right now, is a bad. Yeah, and you just drafted Knox, and you got no, Knox too. Yeah. That's the whole thing. No, like, that's- no, no, right now, right, right now, we just traded Porzingis for a bag of air because we don't know what the future is now. So now, we have to get either one of these stars or two of these stars. Sorry, we have to get two stars. I, I don't know how it's gonna do. I mean. Uh, we gotta, we gotta make some really good pitches. Good to have the money. Yeah, mean, but the problem do, is, but... guys, in the NBA, you know what the problem is? Like in baseball or some of these leagues, you could be like, all right, we want to get some star players. You throw money at them. You know what I mean? But the NBA, the way it's structured, everybody makes the same amount of money, right? Like, oh, you get a max deal. So it's like, well, I don't know, I can get a max deal and play for a crap team or get a max deal and play for a good team. No one's going to take the crap team ever. Like, their, their pay structure is whacked out. Like, bad teams need to be able to overbid for players so they can get guys to go there. In the yeah. NBA, you can't do that. That's the thing, but it's attractive. Look, you're going to have a ton of money, but I listen, I'm not a Nick fan, but I'd be frustrated. I understand what they're doing, Nathan, but I, I hear your side that... You build up, you build up, you get this guy, and then they tell you, no, trust us, we're going to build up again with a new guy, when, um, quite frankly, you don't know what the hell they're doing. You know, um, so here's the thing. I think, in my opinion, once this trade becomes official, I mean, it is official, but I think we're going to, we might buy out Wes Matthews or John D. Jordan, but if we do, Gabe, um, I don't be, don't be surprised if your Raptors be interested in DeAndre Jordan because you might need some front court help with Valachunas being hurt. I mean, he gets injury prone now, so don't be surprised if you guys are interested in DeAndre Jordan. What do you think of that? Nah, you know they've already got Greg Monroe. I don't. Nah, they so no, they're fine there. They need shoot. They need yeah. a three point shooter at Marenzi. We talked exactly. about. They need a guy that can bury threes consistently. Like That's their weakness. Yeah. Yeah, you know what, Matthews, but Matthews isn't a massive upgrade like type thing. You know what they need? The Raptors is Bradley Beal. That's the player. But the thing is, 
The Wizards aren't dealing him, man. They wanted to deal John Wall. John Wall got hurt. They don't want to give up Bradley Beal because then they don't. Then suddenly they're like the Knicks. They don't have anybody, right? Like, that's the thing. I mean, I was thinking about this too, Nathan. You know, you need a reason to go to Madison Square Garden and pay all that money for tickets. They don't have players. Like, they got to get a star player in there, man. It's New York. Like, why are you going to pay 200 bucks for a game if, you know, you're going to watch, you know, Alonzo Trier play? No offense to Alonzo Trier. I got one more thing real quick before you guys uh, go. Um, so if if, if the, there's always a plan B, plan C to this, but if we don't end up getting Kyrie or KD, but which I want, I want Kyrie and KD on New, in New York. But if we don't get those two, <laughs> yeah, well, how about that's how, a, how, how, how about we go? Uh, how about we call? <laughs> how about we call Portland and uh, ask for Damian Lillard? How about that? Is, that's another good option. Yeah, yeah, that's hard for those players. Uh, that's a that's a great wish list you got there, but like that's a like that, that's like a dream team there. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Those teams are going to go uh, really well. What do you? What do we get? What do we get? Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker's from Harlem, right? Uh, yeah. he's a New York guy. So maybe maybe down the road. But hey, thanks for the call, Nathan. Uh, but listen, the Knicks cam. You know they got money, but look at the Lakers. The Lakers have money, and the Lakers actually have some decent players, and it's even hard for them to get people to want to go there now. They got LeBron, yep. but look, Paul George didn't go. DeMar DeRozan didn't want to go. Kawhi Leonard, all that talk, oh, Kawhi Leonard, Lakers. He even said, he goes, I don't even like the Lakers. Like, he said it point blank. He goes, I've never liked the Lakers. <laughs> like, he goes, awesome. I, you know. Yeah, well, Kawhi Leonard, but there's some, like, thing that Kawhi always wanted to be a Laker, and he even said when he was there that I don't know where that came from, essentially, like, and he even said, I actually grew up an Allen Iverson and Philadelphia 76er fan. Right? So it'll be interesting, but I got to be honest, Cam. All this crap in the NBA. You got upset earlier about, you know, the players, you know, just taking over and running things and quitting on their teams all the time. But yeah. Another another thing is, it's all for naught, dude. The Warriors, have you seen them with DeMarcus Cousins? They're not losing. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. They're, kill, the they're thing killing is, teams by 30 every night now. Exactly. But my point being with the Pelicans, you, are, you, you have a star player there. It's not supposed to go down like that. You know what I mean? You're trying to build something there. New Orleans at that market, other than the Saints, you know, like, we want things to be good. You still have a year and a half and, uh, on, your, on your deal. And what, you're talking about, like, leaving these guys already? Just abandoning ship. It's a bad, really bad attitude. Like I like I like Davis a lot. Like when he was at, at Kentucky, game, like I didn't know like he was that type type of player. But you know, it, it it really bothers me. And I will usually take the player's side. But in this case, it's ma- management. I love what they're doing right now. They're like, you don't want to be here. Well, you're not going to be a part of this video thing. You're not going to be whatever. And we'll sit your ass down on the bench too because we're not going to get fleeced. I just like the fact that they've stood up for themselves, not getting walked all over, which is commendable. Yeah, ridiculous, yeah, man. This, yeah. this shit shouldn't happen. It's wrong. It's wrong. Like you, you can't have a league. The NBA. That's the, the you talk about it. You brought up really good points. The NBA is a wicked league. Kids love it. I got kids in my neighborhood that I ain't playing road hockey anymore. They're playing hoops still, even the winter when it's not like minus forty out. Things are happening, right? But you can't have a league consistently with one team, one team, two teams, two teams. Like there's got to be a little more creative competition there. So that's one thing I like about the NFL. Every year you have a team like the Buccaneers could be good next year or something. The NBA that 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 that, that doesn't happen. You know who the team is. There's a couple teams that can beat everybody else lesser lights, right? You can't have just a bunch of all-star teams. That's it. Yeah, it's always been a problem in the NBA. It goes back to, um, you know, in the history of the NBA, man, there's only like 12 teams that have ever won titles, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. You know, really, like, yeah, like Boston Celtics have won like 22 times or the same amount of times. The Lakers have won a bunch of times. Yeah, like so many years, it's really been like, if you look at the NBA, 
let's just say even like in your lifetime, or let's say since you've been about like a teenager or whatever, look, the Chicago Bulls won six times. Um, the San Antonio Spurs won a bunch of titles. The Miami Heat won a couple of times. Yeah, but like there's, that's pretty much like the history of the NBA champions. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know, like the Knicks won in like 72. 70, whatever it was, 70, 72. And, uh, you know, there's been exceptions. You know, Seattle, I guess, in 78. All right, game time decisions continues. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. If you can, uh, yeah, you got to turn things up a bit. The, uh, feels a little uh, little low. You know, not under camera. We just deaf, but you know, like, uh, there used to be a time and once that we did this show daily that we heard the music and and we could hear everything. But no, it's like is? two weeks where it's just like it's better. It's, it's been better. It's it been better, been. but. You know, I don't, I don't know. You why. sound clear as gold. Like, like when I when I look at you, this is how I test the breaks from my, and the levels are soft. They're not correct. Right. Correct. So when you're talking, right, you're 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 in the orange to red peak zone all the time. When I'm doing, I'm looking at mine. I'm a little bit under you. I find because I can't I can't crank it too too hard there. But I will say this: when you're talking and I'm talking, we're getting good level. You, you're right. But in the breaks, it's a very very mid green, like the bottom level stuff. So there's a difference in sound between. Outgo- outgoing breaks incoming to our speaking, but you sound very clear, Gabe. Excellent voice, yeah, yeah. nice and clear. Yeah, the the mics are all good. The sound, the, the levels are good, so that's good for the the uh, the listener. But right, it's annoying. Us, yes. Me and Cam can't hear the music. It's that's like cool. very very faint in the background. So uh, if we could turn the levels up, uh, please. Uh, crank it up for you, buddy. Don't all worry. right. Uh, <laughs> I know, yeah, I appreciate it, Yang, but it seems like then we get lower again all the time after. Like, yeah, I don't want you guys uh, missing either that or let's just like get any blown eardrums and stuff. You know, I mean, like you know, we lost camp. Yeah, yeah, or like, or we just get a new freaking board because, like, you seriously, it's very like it's, you know, we got to turn it up, bro. Just gotcha. turn it up. Um, Crank it up. All right, if you like to wager on sports and uh, you never have, or you want to check it out, head on over to BetDSI. They've got wagering options for almost every sport you can think of, including sides, totals, player props. You can utilize your daily fantasy skills without salary cap constraints. You can even bet on uh, eSports, politics, reality television, uh, live in-game betting, BetDSI. Many ways you can make money over there. Use promo code FNTSY100 when signing up and get a 100% deposit uh, match. Head on over and uh, open up your account at BetDSI. That's uh, promo code FNTSY100. And get your 100% bonus, bonus deposit match. And if you want to support uh, support the show and the network, best way to do it is to support the sponsors. 
Uh, so even if you open up an account with a couple of bucks, hey, you're getting uh, double your money, and uh, you keep uh, this uh, business in operation because that's how things work, uh, people. You don't support sponsors, then. Station yeah, says, well, yeah. you know, we, we, uh, yeah. where's the money? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's like, where are we here? So, Sorry. BetDSI, no promo no code, FNTSY100. Let's go to uh, Hanser in Toronto. What's going on, Hanser? It's very, very cold, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's cold. Uh, yeah, it's cold, buddy. It's cold. It's cold uh, Cold in New York today, too. You know, it was, yeah, uh, yeah. it's been pretty good. It's been pretty good weather here, actually, but uh, I thought it was going to be. I didn't think it would be this cold today, but what is it right now? It was a bitch this morning. It was serious. Like, it is uh, right now it's minus 8. It's not bad. This morning it was minus 16. Oh, so minus right 8 now is bad. Yeah, yeah. Now it's 17. <laughs> 17 morning, Fahrenheit. Minus 20. This, this, this morning it was minus 32, so it was, it was rough. <laughs> <laughs> were you were you out there working outside? No, but well, I, I was inside, but I had to trek to work. And yeah, hey, hey man, uh, TDC is in shambles. It's a uh, it's a uh, it, it's it's a it's a show, total shit show. I paid a kid. You know what, Hanser? I'm not dicking around anymore. I'm an old man. I just paid a kid. Yeah, yeah. I go. You got a shovel? Do my do my do my driveway. I'm not I'm not hurting my back or whatever. Anymore. I'm not going to be out here plowing this driveway again. You know. <laughs> How much you buy it? Kid, no, the kid was loving it. He's smiling ear to ear. Yeah, I gave him 30 bucks. Yeah, he did a great job. Great job. Hey, man, it was a lot good of stuff. We got rocked. I was thinking 20. I was thinking 20. Yeah, he deserved 30. He did a good job. And my no, 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 no. Was a good, good value. Cam, Kids Cam won't do it for 20. A lot of snow. Yeah, and a lot and of and snow. They won't do it for 20. 20 to... Yeah, it's on driveway. 20, no, no. 30. Yeah. Good call. So what's on your mind, Hazer? Yeah, Hazer, what's going on? Okay, first yeah. of all, the basketball, okay? <laughs> um, oh, oh, also, before we get into the basketball, uh, I'll take Yang over Nero any day. So I'm just going to give Yang some props. Keep on living, brother. He's, he's good, man. Okay? Let's give him some love. Um, the yeah, basketball. Yeah, Yang, Yang's the man. Uh, he's you know what it is, though? It's just Yang. Yang's old. He's a grandfather. and I don't know, man. <laughs> For a dude that raps, like, he he's, doesn't turn it loud enough. Uh, I'm a young grandpa, man. He's a grandfather. He's a young grandpa. <laughs> Gramps. So what's on your mind, Haynes? What, do you do? what about the NBA? Well, yeah, the NBA. So Euroball is going to be in Dallas now. That should be pretty cool with Doncic and uh, Brzingis, and they'll build around that. And my take with the Knicks is this, that um, Brooklyn gave away all their first-round picks for the, what, the past four, five, four years. And they're still light years ahead of the Knicks in the rebuild, right? Like light years ahead. So it, it's it's the Knicks' fault. It's the circus. It's Dolan. It's all that stuff. Okay, it's not even New York because you, Brooklyn's proven that you can do a pretty nice basketball team if you actually like make good decisions. Yeah, but the Knicks don't make good decisions. That's the thing. And that, it's and, well, how much? Of yeah, that but is even with all the money in the and, future. Even with the money in the future now, uh, they're going to screw it up. You know what I mean? They'll do something. Like, they'll, they're going to sign the wrong guy. They're going to do, like, they just, it's hard to have confidence that they're they're going in the right direction. It seems like they're just sort of like like a truck spinning its wheels in the snow, you know? Well, this is, this is another thing. Charlie Ward was the last Knicks draft pick to sign a second deal with the team that was longer than one wow. year. 
So everyone they've drafted has they've they've jettisoned or they've left themselves into the circus. Truth. That's crazy. That's like the Cleveland no, good, Browns. Good, good, great fact. Yeah, good job, Angel. It's like the Browns. Actually, their last seven years or something, they never had a draft pick sign a second deal. <laughs> so it was either it was either we screwed it up or he split after. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's awesome. Anyway, make sure it's a good content. Uh, hey, Cammy, enjoy uh, New York. I'll be there in spirit, brother. Have like ten pops for me. Yeah, thanks, Hanser. Yeah, I uh, can't wait to go to New York. I get to go to the sports book, uh, check out Gabe's place. There was a lot of uh, things before I had the the wife, basically. So now I'm on my own, so I can kind of get my uh, gamble on a little bit more. Perfect. You can uh, you can call call in. We'll be taking calls on Sunday afternoon before the yeah. game, Hanser. He gone. Hanser in uh, Toronto. <laughs> yeah, he's just throwing it down. Hanser, bro, that's a good fact about Charlie Ward there. That's good, some good stuff. Yeah. That really was. Bringing it. Bringing it. Caught, caught me off guard. Me too. <laughs> me, me too. I've been in football mode here, right? And suddenly yeah. it's all this Nick talk out of, out of the blue here. So I have yeah. it on the NFL Network here. And uh, right now behind me. And um, they, they got a feature with, with Kurt Warner, Shaw McVay, and Jared Goff. Whatever. Most people just watch this on TV. The first thing I think of, I'm like, man... I really hope you guys really got your work in last week, you know? <laughs> like teams don't realize this at the Super Bowl. Well, I don't think fans do. Like, the Super Bowl week is the total opposite of anything that they've done all year, right? Like, there's such a creature's a habit in football. And, you know, on a Wednesday afternoon, man, you're usually in a practice. You're in a walkthrough. You're not sitting there with Kurt Warner, right, on the NFL Network. And there's so many media obligations that you don't have a choice. Like, there, that's it. That's why you're there. The press conferences, the media days, the media availability, the fan stuff, it never ends. And, you know, it's kind of a weird dynamic that they have that. And, you know, it's almost to me that they'd be better off doing this last week, Cam. So you hear what I'm saying? Like, you, you win yeah. the conference championship games. You're going to the Super Do Bowl. Yep. Whatever, man. Two days later on that Wednesday, you show up in the town. There's your press conference. Hey, we're in the Super Bowl. It's great. Yeah, we just beat the the we just beat the Saints. And then after a couple of days, you leave them alone. You let them practice because these teams, the biggest game of their life. And I know that's a great like point. Fan zone. It's an they excellent do this point. Like that's what Aaron Donald said. Watch his press conference, and they're talking. He's like, "How are you going to get the Brady? How are you going to Brady?" He goes, "Listen, man. Like everything's." Everything, how are things different? We're doing everything the same except for this, this media stuff. And, like, you could tell, like, and he's a friendly, like, he seemed like a very jovial type of guy, but he's getting sick and tired of answering questions about the damn game. And you said it. Your whole life, going from Pop Warner football to, to high school to college, you know, you work towards the goal of being a Super Bowl champion, and you got to deal with some, like, Mexican chick asking you questions about this or, hey, Gronk, well, that's are you going to be the next I Superman? I get one press like, conference. Give me a break. I get one no. press conference, but exactly. You got, you know, Jimmy Kimmel sidekick asking you questions. Yeah. and Guillermo. It's like, dude, it's I, I, yeah, Guillermo, I get it. All right, ha, ha, ha. It's a bit for your TV show, yeah. but this is the guy's biggest, like, night of his life. Yeah. It's the biggest game of his exactly. life. And he's got to deal with, like, just bullshit. Like, Brady was talking to a 10-year-old kid. You got hot chicks proposing and joking, and it's just, it's just stupid. You know what I mean? Like, get it out of the way. But this is why, though, teams, 
they need to do. They they practiced last weekend. Like the whole the game plan and everything for real is already done. At least like if you know what you're doing, it is. And then you get here and like basically, I think starting tomorrow and uh, a little bit today actually, but. I think it was today, actually, Thursday, I, from what I remember, I was there. That's when they sort of, they start to back off, and it's like, leave them alone. And Friday, like, tomorrow, you won't see players around anywhere. Like, it's done. Like, the party's over. There ain't no more interviews. Like, you know what I mean? Like, enough of the bullshit. There are no more fan zones. No more trips <laughs> anywhere. We're not painting any 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 schoolyards. Mr. Kyle Turley told me, he's like, uh, he goes, yeah, you know those commercials, NFL play? He goes, you're there for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I put, open up these totally campaign, exposed okay. it. Freeze the photo. Okay, yeah, I got my yeah, brush. Yeah, 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 you totally guys are gone. See ya. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. He goes, I did that. He goes, they put you on a bus. He goes, he goes you're there for about half an hour. They shoot it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not like you're doing any work. They're, they're so full of it. Photo op. Yeah, I know. They, they really are, are just so full of it. Like, everything. I remember, remember Freddie Mitchell, the wide receiver on the Eagles. And he made the Super Bowl years ago. He was like the first one to state it. He said, man, it was the Super Bowl week. He said, man, this is some bullshit. He was like, uh, he said, I he said I was a little dream to being in the Super Bowl. He goes, now that I'm here, I realize that we're the least important thing, part of this thing. And he yeah. actually said that. He, he was like, man, it's not about the, he's like, it's not about the game. It's not about your, you, your career, the players. He said, it's basically just a circus, right? And he was talking about the schedule that the NFL gives you. and But, you know, that's part of show business, Cam, right? You know, like it's sort of like teams that bitch. Some teams bitch, oh, we don't want to play Christmas Day or whatever. Like I remember like Michael Jordan, someone on the Bulls bitched once. Someone said, man, we got to play on Christmas all the time. And Michael Jordan told him, the reason we play on Christmas is because we're the best. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? And he told him the Sacramento Kings don't play on Christmas. You want to be there? Or they here? suck. Type yeah. thing. <laughs> right? Like it's it's true. Like you know what I mean? Like it comes with the territory. It's almost in his career too, right? You be careful what you wish for. Oh, I wish I was on the air. Well, if you get good at it, then you're going to be on the air all the time. <laughs> true. <laughs> Very I was even true. looking right now. I was thinking. I just saw like that guy Will Kane. He's on ESPN. So the sports networks on here. And I see Will Kane, and I just thought to myself, I was like, I'm like, man, I'm sure Will Kane's got it pretty good. He's in this nice little home studio, it looked like on ESPN. I'm like, sure, Will Kane's got it pretty good. I'm thinking, must be nice to get paid pretty good money just to be on 30 minutes a day. Then I see yep. Will Kane, three, three to six. I'm like, oh, I'm a bastard. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I'm like, no. Nah. You know, even, even him, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to get paid, Nana. You're going to be on three hours, kid. <laughs> Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day.
um, this is like a quick little mini uh, mini segment here. It's called the Little Bridge. Uh, yep. Going into six, uh, gang tells us we got a dude from uh, Houston uh, stepping up and in Jeremiah. Uh, Houston, going, if we man. don't get him to, yeah, if we don't get to him now, he'll be screwed after the break. What's up, Jeremiah? How you doing, man? Hey, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing today, man? I, I just had a couple quick comments uh, in uh, and asked for a lineup for DraftKings. So uh, with the buyout going out with Wesley Matthews, uh, I think he'd be a perfect fit if uh, the Rockets could get him. I mean, he's a three D guy, you know, and that's exactly what yeah. our offense is around. That's a good and, call. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, there's there's rumor maybe DeAndre Jordan too, but I don't see how that would happen. But uh, I just wanted to question uh, for DraftKings. I know you, you know your stuff about it. So yep. uh, with uh, DeAndre Jordan being out, would it be smart to start Blake Griffin and Drummond the same, or would that be just too much uh, leaning on trying to get to you know? Because there's no big well, guy there now. We, that's a good. That's a very good uh, question. We're gonna ask. We'll get Leone. He's one of the best DFS guys in the business. But I'll tell you what, right now, and every night you know this, Jeremiah, in DFS, it changes, man. With with the, the value guys, suddenly Dwight Powell tonight, bro, thirty two hundred dollars only. Dwight right. Powell becomes a must start here tonight at thirty two hundred. Jalen Brunson, another player. At dirt cheap, thirty four hundred. So I'm I'm going to be loading these guys in uh, to the lineup right off the top. So that that's the first domino effect. But we'll ask Leone how how do you approach how do you approach um, and let me get I'll get you to rankings right now too, uh, Jeremiah. We'll ask we'll ask him how you approach that. He's actually got Ka- they got Kawhi Leonard as the third highest projected player tonight too. Yeah, Greek freak. Okay. Uh, yeah, Greek Freak for from on DraftKings. He's ten thousand six hundred most expensive. Embiid ten thousand one hundred. Gabe Vucevic ninety five hundred. Leonard ninety four hundred. Yeah, so uh, yeah, maybe you go down that road. You play both of them. Why not? The optimizers got Blake Griffin for forty seven points. Yeah, and they got Drummond for forty four. Uh, yeah, Drummond provides. I'm sorry. Was that after they knew about the trade? Was that after they knew about the trade? Yes, okay, yes, yeah. it's all updated. Yeah, 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 all okay. all updated. So uh, you know what? They're both Griffin's higher rank. Griffin's the uh, third, fourth, fifth. Griffin's the sixth highest ranked player on the board tonight. Drummond is the eleventh. But we got Leone coming up right on the other side. So uh, stay tuned, Jeremiah. We'll we'll get this question and we promise for you. Yep, we will, man. Enjoy the show, guys. Thank you. Thanks, bro. Game time decisions, lineup, lock, live. We'll get to our best bets. I am betting the Raptors tonight against the Milwaukee Bucks.